is welcome back to Needles, Hooks, and Dirty Looks Podcast. I'm Brittany. I'm Sarah. This is Season 3, Episode 42, Thanksgiving Preparations. It I'm is actually crazy. Yeah. I had a bit of a scare today. Oh, no. For Thanksgiving, and I'm actually um, in a better spot than I thought. For some reason, somebody said something today about Thanksgiving, and I went into a sheer spiral because for whatever reason I thought Thanksgiving was this Thursday instead oh, next Thursday no. oh. and I was like oh my gosh I haven't even put the turkey out to thaw yet oh no um, so <laughs> luckily I didn't need to yet yeah but surprise. Good job. I was like oh my gosh I'm gonna have to microwave that turkey <laughs> uh, do you remember a few years back there was a thing going around on social media on Facebook specifically where it was like, text your mom and ask her what is the best way to cook a turkey in the microwave. <laughs> yes. I did it to mom and she was so positive. Like, are you sure? Did you read the instructions? I'm not sure you're supposed to do it in the microwave. Have you researched it? Like, she didn't want to tell me don't do it, but like, she was telling me don't do it. And I was like, yeah, everyone's doing it. It's totally the thing. And she's like, oh, well, I think there's a number. Maybe you can call them and ask if that's a good idea. Like, she didn't want to be the one to, like, break my heart about it. But she was definitely concerned. And it was funny. And I don't know. It's My, my mom would be the complete opposite. She'd be like, go ahead and burn your house down, moron. <laughs> no. Mom Hope was your insurance supportive. is up to date. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess. But you might want to check first. And, like didn't want to just be like that's a terrible idea although we used to have this microwave that i swear you probably could have fit a turkey in this thing was super old and it was a beast uh but it was the biggest microwave i've ever seen uh like like capacity wise on the inside i don't even know like you probably could have put a literal turkey or chicken in there maybe not a turkey but it was huge um but yeah no i i legit cannot believe that thanksgiving is even next week like to me i know i'm not ready for it it's like it was like Man, I can't believe spring's here. Blink, gosh, it's fall already. This is blink, it's Thanksgiving, Link. I think uh, we can agree that this has been a very weird year. Uh, can we? Let's agree that it's been a very weird, like, three years since we started this podcast, essentially. We started it in the midst of the chaos. Yeah, um, but I just mean, like, for 2023, like, this is not going down as one of my best years. No, and yeah, I definitely agree that the vibe was off this year. I'm, like, I feel... I'm not even feeling, like, in the mood for the holidays like eric and lucas put up my christmas tree yesterday while i was at work which was really nice of them but like it's not even decorated yet like i just don't even feel like decorating it and i know for a lot of people they're like it's not even thanksgiving yet so you don't even need to worry about decorating christmas tree but like we put ours up right after halloween we didn't even get halloween pumpkins this year we didn't do jack-o'-lanterns none of that no mom like we didn't either we didn't either but it's like as soon as we were like, okay, let's do that. And then it's like, okay, well, Halloween's tomorrow. So that's dumb because yeah, what's the I... point of doing it for one day? And now Thanksgiving is here. And this year is going to be a little weird because n- no one's coming to visit and we're not coming back to Ohio. So it's just going to be like chilling for Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well, uh, that'll which... be a nice like four day weekend for you. Yeah, and, I mean, we're just going to cook up a bunch of food. Like, it'll be fine. Um, But it's just going to be unique. We've not, you know, normally it's everyone or a lot of everyone. And, yeah, uh, I don't know. I hope that maybe we can land some decent weather. Yeah. Um, We're going to cook some food. I'm not doing a whole turkey. I've finally gotten smart enough about that as far as preparations go. I know the whole turkey is traditional, but... For us, it gets wasted a lot because mm-hmm. nobody eats the dark meat and it just seems to, a lot of it gets wasted. So what we have done is I get actually from Sam's Club, um, it is just a turkey breast. You just cook it in the oven by itself, slice it right up, literally just as good, but you're not messing with the whole turkey and I mean, for as small as families, we're like, we just don't need a whole turkey. Like we don't need to do that. So uh, we got a couple of turkey breast and just going to do the easy way on that. Uh, not much prep or aftermath of turkey carcass to like dispose of. Mm-hmm. 
So um, I don't know. That's going to be a prep for us. Something else I think I'm going to try this year, um, like as far as preparing ahead of time, Reed Drummond has a mashed potato recipe that she does in a casserole dish. And then you can do it like three days ahead of time. Um, And essentially you then just bake them in the oven day of. Oh, okay. And it's just a mashed potato in a casserole dish. So I think I'm going to give that a go, like one less thing to mess with on the day of. Um, And for leftovers, I saw a video and I'm going to have to try this. Like, you know, everybody's super into like the waffles or making the, were they like a chaffle where it's like a cheese and egg waffle. Uh Um, Saw one the other day, definitely not carb friendly by any means, but nonetheless looked amazing. Uh, We're not homemade stuffing people. We are stovetop stuffing people. Uh, but they used stove stop stuffing and they put it in a waffle maker and then it got all crispified and looked like a crispy stuffing waffle. And I feel like as far as like chicken and waffles go, if you were to load turkey leftovers on top of a stuffing waffle, Mm -hmm. um, and then top it with gravy, like I'm not sure it gets any better than that as far as leftovers go. And I'm not sure if it makes me a genius or just maybe a really hungry person that I am already like preparing for leftover (laughs) meal ideas as well. But like I said, I saw the video and I was like, man, that's pretty genius throwing the stuffing in that waffle maker. Like what else can we put in this bad boy? Yes. Um, I had a waffle maker one time and it started smoking like the minute I put Bisquick on it. So I threw it in the trash and I've never used a waffle maker since. (laughs) Um, I'm not a fan of the ones at hotels that are like ginormous, freaking melt your face off hot, like griddle irons that you got to flip the thing over and then flip it back over. There's a lot of pressure that comes with that, I feel like. Mm. And at a work event in Nashville, uh, last year, well, February, the first day I thought I was going to make a waffle. There wasn't a lot of people in there getting breakfast yet. So I felt like less pressured about it. But the second I poured like the little cup of batter in, mm-hmm. uh, got right on the edges, smoking, like making a whole scene and no, I could no. not get it cooked and out of there fast enough. And I will likely never use a waffle maker in public again. Uh, it was, it was just not good, mm-hmm. but the options at hotels are also just not good really for breakfast. Like, yeah. I mean, they figure probably a lot of people are just like eat and run because they're doing stuff, they have activities. Yeah. And like, obviously, our workplaces, breakfast, banging, no complaints yeah. there. But uh, public hotels is what I am meaning. Mm-hmm. And this one, like, not everybody wants turkey sausage and uh, like scrambled eggs that are probably poured from a carton. Like, I always did mine up like, I don't know, as if I were on the show Chopped. I'm like, (laughs) okay, in your basket, you've got powdered scrambled eggs, you've got turkey sausage, you've got grits and onions and cheese. What can you make with this? And I would like cut all my stuff up together, mix some cheese on top and just eat it all together like that. But um, everybody like sat and mingled in the breakfast area, which was also odd. And I don't know, like, I don't like feeling like people are like staring me down while I'm eating my food. And yeah, um, I struggle to eat in front of people. And I don't know why, like you, I don't, cause you're my best friend. You know what I mean? Like we go out right. and stuff all the time, but, but like, like groups of strangers, unknowns. right? Yes. People that like we work with, like, I don't know. It's very weird. Like, we have a luncheon coming up, um, for our department in December. Like, first week of December, and I could puke thinking about it. (laughs) Uh, it. Yeah, so in my uh, role here, I feel that in my soul because I have to eat sometimes with customers, Mm -hmm. Um, people that I've never met in my life. I'm going to sit down and face you one-on-one and try to choke down this chicken breast like I can't. It's horrific, and I have such stomach issues anyway that, like, when my anxiety is high, they are way worse. Mm-hmm. To where I'm like, "Dear Lord, please let me just make it through this meal without having to cause a scene and get up and go to the bathroom in front of this person that I hardly know that I'm trying to share a meal with." Like, yeah. oh, it's so bizarre. Um, I, 
I don't know. It's, it's awful because like you said, when it's even some of our coworkers at work, it's like that, um, training meetings and seminars and such, I will get small portions of whatever and hail it as fast as possible and remove myself from the situation stat. Yeah. Um, real quick, switching gears. I was just thinking about it. Um, you know, one thing that I'm very excited for coming up at the end of this year, uh, new goals. Yeah, always. Yes. <laughs> okay. Else. Uh, what? Being done with the temperature blanket. I feel yes. like anybody who is still on board with the temperature blanket this part of the year is saying the same thing. And I'm not going to do one next year. Um, I've got a lot of things going on next year that are um, on my my to-do list that I, I'm going to take a year off. I do um, want to do another one. I have some ideas in my head of how I would like to do the next one. So there will be one, but probably in 2025, I don't see one for 2024 in my future. Yeah, definitely also on that path only because I suck at commitment and every year I get so far behind that I almost feel dread about working on it more than I would enjoy working on it. And that's definitely like an executive dysfunction me problem, but I'm not going to put myself under the gun next year about it and it's fine. Um, but yeah, I think you're right. Anybody, especially that is stuck with it all year. First of all, kudos to you because clearly not all of us could do it. Um, it's definitely a commitment and, uh, we're not going to change the name of the group or anything because it is what it is. We're still stitching along all year. Um, but yeah, no, I don't blame you on that at all. 2025, maybe we'll go back to that path. I got bored this weekend and because I just have ADHD brain that I can't work on, you know, like six projects at once. I haven't done cables in a long time. And so this weekend I pulled up a pattern from grandma's book and it was like a basic braided kind of like Irishy looking braided cable. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, cool. I'm going to give this a go. This should be easy peasy. Yeah, I had to rip it all the way out like four times. All the way. Because with cables, you can't really see if the pattern is working or not until you're a few rows in. Like it's an eight row repeat. Yeah. So yeah. you got to be like, you know, 16, 32-ish rows in before you can actually see if it's showing up right. And it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Not, not by any means. Turns mm-hmm. out I suck at reading patterns. And... I thought that once I got started, like, oh, yeah, I remember this. This is going to be a piece of cake. Shoot. No, I didn't really read the pattern that well. So when I got to <laughs> row three and row seven are the cable rows, three, you cable backwards, seven, you cable forwards, except for I missed that whole part in row seven where it says you got to knit three first. And that was definitely what was throwing me off. So I ended up like old school writing this pattern out on a piece of paper and going row by row step by step and being like so what am i missing and then as soon as i did that knit three i was like mm, that was it definitely don't remember doing that any of the other seventeen thousand times and sure enough coming right along like a piece of cake uh although i need a different cable needle i've just got a basic one that came with my set and it's like super tiny and kind of hard to work with to where i feel like i'm like fist fighting this yarn every time i got a cable back through Oh, but I forgot how pretty they are. And I happen to have like a random little, gosh, I don't even know, ball of retro stripe left from whenever else I used it last. And since we were talking about it last week, I was like, "Mm, I'm going to find a reason to use this. And uh, I love it. I forgot just exactly how much I do love it. And this is whatever the old one is. I've had it for over a year, I'd say. Uh, But it's just scrap from something else. And I freaking love the retro stripe. Uh, it does not disappoint by any means. Um, and so far, you can, like, the cables still stand out on it. I was a little worried about that because, you know, sometimes with, like, striping yarn and things, mm-hmm. I don't know, it, you can't, like, it just kind of gets lost in the chaos of it. This dog, I'm telling you, every week she waits until we're recording and then gets into the cat food. Like, yep, they're recording. She's not going to bust me. <laughs> uh Every week she does this now. This is her thing. I think they're smarter than we give them credit for. Or I don't know. Maybe Liza is. Mm. Well, I don't know. She also sleeps under a blanket like 23 hours a day. So maybe she's really on to something. <laughs> I can't blame her. 
No, I'd love to be able to nap it out like that. Gosh, you know, in the day, nobody wanted to nap. But now what I wouldn't give to nap every day. I've always been a napper. Um, a funny, well, narcolepsy runs in our family. And so it used to be like a running joke was when I was a kid, like that I was such a great sleeper. But hindsight, there's definitely a medical condition as to why I was such a great sleeper. But I would fall asleep in like rooms full of kids playing and there would be me curled up asleep in the floor. Like if I was ready for bed, I was going to bed. And I still feel that way now. Like I definitely enjoy a good nap. I know a lot of people think that's maybe like a waste of time, but uh, on a rainy weekend day, like a one o'clock-ish nap. Mm. Yeah. No, I'm definitely napping. <laughs> yeah. Every Saturday and Sunday. That is a condition of this household. I get a nap. I just feel like it's like a nice, like, man, I had nothing else to do. I got to lay down here. And for me, I, I mean, I end up falling asleep early a lot. So if I get to nap, then I'm like, cool, I'm going to stay up a little later tonight. Mm. Got a nice little rest in. Um, We have a new country listening Malta. Um, so I thought that was very interesting. And yeah. I love, love, love when we add new listeners and especially a new country. So welcome. Uh, shout out to you. We thank you for listening. Um, I think that is country number 48. I am going to have to look. Um, mm. We're getting up there to the point that the other day I was actually thinking to myself like, huh. We're getting to like real soon where it's going to be like the only countries not listening are countries that probably don't have any access to listen. Um, so I'm going to check it out and see how many countries have like internet access because I believe anybody listening pretty much otherwise is going to need internet access if you're not, you know, um, a U.S. listener. And I'm going to see like how many we have and how many are out there still uh, to join us because how cool would that be to be like, yeah, we have every country listening that has the ability to do so. Um, yeah. I don't know. Very fun. So we, you know, shout out again. We like, we like new listeners, new countries, new friends. Um, Malta, if you're listening this week, uh, we're going to shout out some info at the end of the week. You can join us if you want to find us, if, if you have access to Facebook there to get, I don't know if they allow like groups across countries. I'm not sure of what like rules Facebook has on visibility. I'm in a group that a lot of times links will get posted and people like in Australia will say, can somebody screenshot the link because, or the page because we can't click on it here from our country. So I don't know mm -hmm. like if they're looking for our group. I don't, I don't know if they can find it, hopefully so, but. Um, so I, I know with like VPNs and stuff, I know that sometimes like, for instance, Netflix, there are certain shows that I can't watch here in the U S that maybe people in, for instance, Australia can watch. Okay. Um, but if you change your country on your VPN, on your phone, um, it doesn't know the difference. And then you have access to those things. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Yeah. I have no idea. There we go, then. little lesson for everyone, if you're like me and didn't know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so what, um, what are you starting on now? I know you finished the baby blanket. Yes. Um, so right now I'm working on a ripple afghan with that yarn that I got on sale when we were on our girls trip because heaven forbid <laughs> I, not, I not be yarn shopping. Um, but I started on that and I'm trying to do 10 rows a night on that just to stay on schedule because I'd really like to have that done by the end of the year. Um, we'll see. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but I would like to have that done by the end of the year because there's another um, one that I want to do a granny square blanket with these different shades of pinks and creams that I got. Oh, and be super I'm really excited to do that one. So not that I don't like the ripple blanket, but I really want to do this granny square one because the ripple blanket that I'm making right now looks almost identical to the one that I made last year. So it's not very new to me, you know? So I just really want to but make I think that they granny like square. But I turn out so nice. Like I really like the way 
I don't know. I just like the pattern of the ripple blankets. I think that they always look nice and like crisp. Like the pattern is very nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I sold one right away last year at a craft show. So I was like, why not make another one? I mean, obviously there's people buying them. So I just, I feel obligated to make it. And it's something that I don't have to make it. Like, I feel like I kind of have to, but I don't really. I just know that it will sell. So that's why I'm making it because yeah. who doesn't want money, right? So, <laughs> right, for sure. And like and you I said, it definitely sold uh, with no issue. Yeah. On your last one. That one was, was that the teal, like teals kind of that one? Um, No, it was the one that was the different fall colors. Oh, okay. Like burgundy and green. That. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I do like those. Um, and I don't know. I'm excited to see the one that you're going to use the retro stripe for. I think that that'll be really pretty as well. Yes. I want to do that one. So I want to have that one done before spring. Um, that one, I, I'm undecided on it. I don't know if I want to try to sell it right away or if I'm going to maybe enter it into the fair. Um, I guess I could do both. I could enter it into the fair and then sell it after that. But yeah. I just feel like with the retro stripe colors and like the the bright colors and the daisies and things like that's something that I would maybe have an easier time selling in the spring. Like maybe around between like Easter and Mother's Day. So I would I'm say then sure. or though, like even if it's after fair, you've got to think anybody that's got a new grand yeah. child coming, like I feel like that would be ideal colors also for mm-hmm. um and I do feel like I have to make another um, sunflower blanket because that one sold before I even posted it um, yeah. when it was finished. So uh, I know that that would sell too because there's a lot of interest in it. So I'm going to make another one of those. Maybe not quite as big though. I am rotating through my course of projects as usual. I am still working on my shawl, but because it's the world's tiniest yarn, it's just taking eons. I started messing around with the retro stripe cables this weekend. I have zero purpose for that. I might just keep cabling it up until I get a scarf length and just have a little cable scarf mm-hmm. or a Remy or something or whatever. But uh, I don't really have, I mean, I'm not working from a pattern specifically. It's an eight row repeat, whatever I threw on. I think it's, you cast on 23, it's multiples of 23 plus five. And I think that that's exactly what I did it was like 28. Let's see if we can get this down. And then it was horrid at first, but so I got Michelle, got the retro stripe cables I'm working on, and then I've been working on some dishcloths also for um, one of my coworkers. Her daughter just got a new apartment down in Memphis, and so oh. I was making some dishcloths for her kitchen. Um, and still, I've got to tell you, I don't know if you remember, like last year, no, year before last, um, I bought that lot of cotton. Yes. So. Still using it. Going strong. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think it was like 50 or $60 for that lot of like 60 skeins of cotton still with the labels on. Mm-hmm. And like some of the colors, like this is one I haven't really had a need for because it's like purples and like teals and like, you know, whatever. But her kitchen is gray and like some purples and teals. Or I'm like, well, this is, look at this. I never thought I would find a use for this one. And here we are. Um, but those are easy to also work with no pattern. And so like, if I'm bored and just watching TV, like, I'll just be like, well, let me work on a dishcloth for a minute. Um, so I guess I probably just need some ADD or ADHD medication and maybe I could finish a whole project at once. Um, but nonetheless, I'm working on several still over here. Yeah. But well, keeps me busy. Something different. Do you have anything planned, like, after the first of the year that is a project or something that you really want to get done after, um, like, the start of the new year? Any project goals? Well, I am also working, which I should have it finished before the end of the year, on uh, the Giant Yarn Baby Blanket. Mm-hmm. And because it is giant yarn, it works up super fast. So that I feel like I should have it done by the end of the year. I don't have any specifics next year, except for I want to enter the 
fair next year. Isla White County. Mm-hmm. Um, you can enter. They've got um, in this year's guy, they did not have knitting listed specifically. They had crochet. They had like needlework. And I sent an email and asked about it. And she's like, well, there's kind of this other category that just captures everything else that's not crochet or needlework. <laughs> Which is so crazy. Like... Yes, because there are very... Yes, yes, it is crazy. I agree. But I also didn't go this year. So I don't know because between Remy getting her uh, appendix out and then lately I feel like I have just been really using my insurance benefits a lot, getting the getting full use out of those bad boys these days. So I didn't get to go. So I don't know if it's like a big fair or maybe it's just so small that they're like, eh. If it ain't crochet, put it in this category. It's everything else. Like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> one of the moms in a local mom group that I am in posted earlier today and was like, does anybody know if there's a fair around here where I can enter my needlework projects? And I was like, hey there. Uh, so far, this is the only one I found. And here's where it's at. And... If you want to be friends, I'll enter my projects with you. Like, I don't know, somebody that maybe will just at least drive up there with me and it not be me doing it all by myself here. But no. Um, but then she never commented back. She's probably like, this weirdo. Fire <laughs> <laughs> nearby. I did not ask for a new friend. Uh, but I don't know. So I do have a goal next year of wanting to at least enter some projects in the fair. Nice. And um, I am going to ask Santa Claus for a knitting machine Mm -hmm. um just to give that a try because i think that if i do want to try any festivals or fairs around here like little hats or things like that as slow as i am man i there's it would just be more beneficial i think if i could do them that way maybe or i don't know i could get it and hate it and be like this is dumb i'm not using it i don't know so Probably just going to get a, like, very standard basic model off of Amazon. Um, They're, like, 50 bucks. So, I don't feel like I'd be out a whole lot if it ends up being something I don't like. But if it is something that could work out, like, I could easily just speed up my game a little bit on some of that stuff. Because, as it stands, I'm just so slow. Well... I think, too, maybe if you find a pattern that you really like and you can memorize. Because I use the same pattern for my hats and I use the same pattern for my ear warmers. And I just have it memorized and I can just whip those suckers out like nobody's business because I don't have to think about it. Like, the measurements are all the same. The stitch count is all the same, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan of the repeat patterns because then, like, once you get, or for me, once I get a couple sets in, then it is just like I've memorized it and it's fine. Yeah. Um, But ha- hats, for some reason, I always struggle with, like, I don't like the patterns that make you, like, decrease stitches all the way down to the top. I'm not a fan of decreasing stitches. Mm-hmm. Do not like K2 Tog knitting two together. Right. Um, It's just a pain. So then I've tried the ones where you do it flat and then you just kind of cinch up the top and whatever. It always looks all like lumpy and odd for me. I've not mastered that still. So I'm thinking, okay, maybe this little knitting machine will just help me knock out those types of projects. Um, And like I know in the past we've talked about doing our, you know, things where you can hang the stuff on the trees and fences for homeless and stuff. I would like to do that stuff, but I'm so slow. I literally just can't get those tasks done. So if I could crank out something like that, I know it's not regular knitting, but it's still made with love and cranked by hand and fed by hand. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm going to give it a go. Uh, yeah. That's a list of tasks or things I want to do or learn for next year. I think that's okay. the way we need to start adding in our planner. Um, I know we are definitely a step off of topic, but I believe each year when we do our planning stuff in December, we need to start adding things we want to learn that year. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's a baking class. Maybe we're going to go back to getting our doctorate in 
uh, pastry. Like I just can't even believe the, the thing. Like, I'm still, when we were done, I was still not even sure about that. About it. Like, man, this is unbelievable. How oh, did I wait to know this information for this long? Um, but then it makes me also, and I did not fall down the rabbit hole, but it makes me really want to research like what other degrees are out there. Like, is there a degree in scrapbooking that I'm unaware of? Because that would be a fun job. Yeah. Um, what other like wild degrees are out there, I wonder? Oh, I'm sure there is a ton. Can you or can you not get a doctorate in Dungeons and Dragons? um like these are questions i have oh man just not sure the rabbit hole to fall down there but uh i did my after we talked about it last week i was just like man who would have thought that this is a real thing like who who is approving that fafsa that says yes we will give you this loan so that you can go and be a doctor pastry i honestly don't know that they care at all what they Dr. Pop-Tart, sign here. <laughs> right. You're right. Um, they just want you to take that loan at the ridiculous mm-hmm. interest rate for the rest of your life. Yes. Yeah, that's a good call, <laughs> for sure. I, I don't think there's any uh, vetting process, really. Yeah, that's a good call. Good call. You can be 18 years old and get a loan for yeah. school for more than what you could get one to buy a house. Yeah, With it's longer crazy. terms. I just never went down that route because growing up, like, my family just didn't have money to, like, throw me into college like a lot of families Mm do. And I don't know. We also just didn't have good credit, I guess, maybe the adults in my family back in that day. And I'm not trying to knock anybody. I'm just speaking factually. But, like, I just didn't ever think loans would get approved for me. So I never tried. I just didn't go that route. And I mean, I'm really thankful hindsight 2020 now that I didn't. Um, because, gosh, it's it's crazy. Some of those, I mean, back in the day, some of the terms and the things that were allowed were just crazy. Like the credit card companies that would set up at the college campuses. and Uh-huh. Um, yeah. I, I wonder if, like... Do they do crazy stuff like that in other countries? Mm-hmm. Oh, in other countries. I thought you were about to say, like, still. Because I was going to say, mm, yes. <laughs> yeah, no. I definitely believe so. But, like, I wonder, is it, like, so sharky? I don't know. Like, it's just so... It's weird here about stuff like that. But I feel like that's just setting... Just like the just like the loans we were talking about. It's the same with the credit cards. Like, let's set everybody up for ridiculous amounts of debt and failure. Mm-hmm. I... I am hoping that Lucas has learned something over the years. Well, and I know that he, he's kind of, I don't want to say like more mature because that's not it either. Maybe more aware is maybe the word that I'm looking for because he's never been interested in social media. Like he has no social media accounts and not that he should because he's only 16, but like he's never had an interest in it and um, like credit cards and loans and that kind of stuff. Like he's not about it. And he actually this year at school had to take a, um, or I'm sorry, last year at school, had to take a financial literacy class at okay. school. And on the open house, when we went to go meet his teachers and stuff, that was the class we went to. And um, one of them was, and they're like, yeah, we talk about smart credit card usage and all this stuff. And Lucas is like, no, we don't do credit cards in our house. (laughs) Yeah, it is a no. Right. He was like, "Uh, I've been looking at that thermometer on our kitchen wall for too long uh, for debt payoff. Like, that won't be happening. (laughs) Right. He's like, it is ingrained in me that that is not something we do. Yeah, so I think that, like, he has seen, like, us really fight and struggle to get out of the situation that we put ourselves into. And, like, now that we're not in it anymore, like, he is, like, that is not the life for me. And I don't know. I hope that he stays that way. But um, I have also threatened him within an inch of his life if there's ever like a job fair or career fair or college fair or something at his school. And they ask him to sign any paperwork whatsoever without a parent being present. <laughs> like under yeah. no circumstances that because he will be 18 his senior year of high school. 
So, I mean, legally he can, uh, but hopefully he's got enough sense not to. Yeah, definitely not. At least you've talked to him about it so that, you know, he knows better, but... Talk to or threatened. I don't know. It's a fine line. <laughs> you know, however you want to look at it. Whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, Gatlin has Instagram, but he doesn't post anything. He uses it to three-way talk with his friends because the one friend doesn't have a phone only has like wi-fi Uh, um but i watch it like a hawk and check it routinely Uh, i will say there's been twice in like the last three years i found some inappropriate pictures of some ladies uh but he's also 13 so like that's pretty standard that's normal (laughs) right um so i can't come down on him too hard other than just be like yeah let's not do that yeah um but otherwise he's pretty responsible with it like i said he doesn't post he's more of a lurker like he follows some of the school pages and but at any given time both of the kids i will just straight take their phone right out of their hands and then go through it everything Mm -hmm. deleted messages whatever um just to make sure everybody's on their game the way they should be yeah so uh i yeah i don't know but i'm glad i don't know i'm glad they're not into all that especially like lucas at his age and gatlin at his age like yeah you can just keep not being into any of that well and i wish that i never had and now it's gotten to a point where like i don't say i'm dependent on social media but well kind of i mean we need social media for our podcast right Right. We use social media for crochet patterns. I know I do. Recipes, uh, communicating with relatives who we wouldn't normally communicate with. Like I've got people on my friends list who are like my mom's aunts and cousins and things. Yeah. It's like they don't even live in the state of Ohio. Like I would never talk to them otherwise. Work and not huh. I said work research that we do on there. Yeah, yeah, work stuff. So it's like you almost kind of have to be but I feel like I I am on it more than what I need to be or what I should be and I I wish it wasn't like that like I wish that I used it as more of a tool for things and less of just like a way to kill time I feel like that with TikTok, it's very easy. I can see how people do not like it and do not like its functions and uses aside from like the government stuff. I'm just talking about in general, the videos and the content. Um, It is easy because the algorithm on TikTok, as far as like the videos that you're shown, I can watch one video of say cross stitch and then it's like, here are 10 more almost similar videos of cross stitch mm-hmm. and here's one crochet to where then you're like, oh, let's watch this. And then here's this. And then, oh, my God, there's an hour of my life I'll never get back. Like, <laughs> it's it's very easy to do that. I feel and like Reels is like that a lot, too, on Facebook. <laughs> I don't have a TikTok, but like my Reels are very similar reels like that. Yeah. Um, On TikTok, one of the features that is almost dangerous is... Like, uh, some of them are, like, true crime. Like, it's 911 calls. So, like, you might scroll across a random 911 call. And because I like true crime stuff, it shows it to me in the algorithm. Mm -hmm. And listening to that one, and then it's, like, this was part one. And you're, like, well, shoot, let me. Oh, no, right. Let me check out part two. Where's that at? So then, like, when you click on that, like, person's or poster's TikTok, Mm -hmm. little thing that says, go to the video you just watched instead of having to like go through all the videos they've posted and try to find it so you can see the part two little button takes you straight to it so then you're like and here's part two and here's part three and there went (laughs) and now you're a follower (laughs) but i had to know little susie was gonna make it or not like i don't know it's uh it definitely sucks you right in but um i've got an odd tiktok conspiracy um a lot of videos lately I have noticed will post like, you know, say it's crochet patterns. Here's a picture of a crochet pattern. Here's a picture of a crochet pattern, like cool music playing in the background. You get about four or five slides in. And then there's a slide that says, if you go to share this and you have 
this app is like an option in your sharing. It looks like a little blue radio, like an FM radio. It says your phone is being tracked. Delete it. Now hear me out. I think the little blue radio is an FM radio that most phones have. Like that's a pretty basic function of a cell phone these days. And I think TikTok is trying to get people to delete it. So that suppose anything dramatic were to or not to happen anywhere and FM radio were to be used, most people would have already deleted it off of their phones. Thinking because TikTok said so. Um, And I know that it's a wild thing. I've looked it up. I don't think it's anybody else's uh, theory. It's my own little rabbit hole that I just dug. And uh, I don't know. I could be wrong, but it's odd. I've noticed it in the past week or so. Just popping up on a ton of different, like I said, it'll be like normal content, normal content, normal, normal, whoops, slide it right in there. Um, and I don't know, I think it's interesting. So I'm giving, giving a little bit of social media a dirty look of the week this week, only because like developers that can develop those types of algorithms and things like that, it's, it's almost scary. Uh, just how it knows to present the information. Like I know we always joke about, you know, if you're talking about something around your cell phone and you don't have like a VPN or something set up, you know, I can talk about going on a beach vacation and it's going to show me ads for beach vacations. Mm-hmm. But there are some times, and I'm going to probably sound crazy, but I swear to you, there are some times I have not said what it is I am thinking out loud. I have only thought about it. And it will still show me ads for that thought. And to me, that's weird. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, I know for a fact I did not say anything out loud about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, and I don't know, too, like, how how often it happens. But there is a thing that I was reading um, one time, actually, in the, one of these books that I have. That, um, so, your brain is only program to notice certain things because if you were to notice every little single thing like you you would go insane like if um everything that you saw your brain processed or whatever like you'd be nuts every color car um so yeah so they say like for instance like if you are in the market to buy a ford fusion or something i'm just throwing a, a name out there you have you noticed how you see a lot of them right or the road, like, car, then you would. everyone has the same car yeah so it's like when you are thinking about something a part of your brain unlocks to where it notices it more often than you would when it didn't and so there's kind of a theory behind like a lot of these ads and stuff too is that and like TV shows and that kind of stuff. It's like when you're thinking about something now, your brain is like, okay, let's pay attention to that. Cause that's, what's important right now. And it's like, it's part of like our kind of like primal survival. Um, like a subconscious. Brain. Yeah. Like if you were, you know, out in the wilderness, say hunting elk or something back hundreds of years ago, um, but you're in an area where there are mountain lions or something like you would notice every rustling bush because you'd be like, is that a mountain lion? 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 Right. So it's like our, our brains pick up certain things because that's, what's important right now. And like our brain doesn't know that our survival doesn't depend on a Ford fusion, <laughs> but, right. but right. that's what we're thinking about. And so now it's like Ford fusion, Ford fusion, Ford fusion. Every time you see a car passing, it's like every time you see one on a stoplight, every time you see one pass you, blah, 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 blah. Like you pay attention to it and you're like, why is everyone driving a Ford fusion? But it's not, it's just, you're just now thinking about it. And same with like, you know, the color yellow or whatever. And Um, so they say like, there's kind of a theory with that behind that too, is that not even just talking about like the ads and whatever, but like a lot of people are like, Oh, it's so spooky. I was just thinking about it, blah, blah, blah. And now that's for the last three days. That's all I've seen. And it's like, well, you were seeing them before. You just weren't paying attention because it wasn't important. Right. And now that you've thought about it and it's popped up. Right. Sometimes that I'm like, man, that's really weird. I don't know. I don't trust it, but, you know, I'm also 
part of the older generation here, I guess, now these days, and everything is suspicious. Yeah, that's why I have a VPN on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean, I just, I'm I not don't trying know. to have any nonsense. I just feel like, and the poor, I don't know, older generation, I feel like gets took by most of that stuff because, I mean, I just don't know how many times I'm going to get sent, like, the ad for, here's $3 Stanley Cups. Yep. You're not going to find $3 Stanley Cups. I can assure you that. That is definitely mm-hmm. a scam. Yes. But <laughs> multiple times I've gotten a link for it to me. Hey, here's those mm-hmm. cups you like on sale. Nope. Nope. <laughs> not today. Not today. Right. Uh, I You'll never get that cup and someone will have your credit card number. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They will certainly wipe it clean. Uh, oh, yeah, I'll yeah, start yeah. getting... Gosh, we had that happen not too long ago, and it said it was TikTok charges. Well, I'm the only one with TikTok, but the only TikTok I have is for the podcast. So, like, one, you know I rarely post on there, and anybody listening that has this TikTok also knows I rarely post on there. Um, But two, I definitely don't have any credit card linked to TikTok in any way. So uh, we started getting these. It said Google TikTok Live. And it was like $1 charges, but like bunches of them. $1, $1, $1, to where I had to like stop the card, freeze it, cancel it, get a new one. Um, and I just think that's it. Somebody clicked something somewhere thinking they were doing something legit and not the case. It's like at work when we get the, it's the owner of the company. Could you buy me a $20 Amazon gift card? Um, we just got those not too long ago. Actually. <laughs> oh my gosh, I cannot handle the people like, that still no. click on those things. I've got a teammate that has done it a couple of times, and I'm like, uh-huh. listen, no one higher than our pay grade is ever going to come to us and ask us to go buy a gift card. I no, promise. You. <laughs> no I promise. You. I know it's always funny though because it's always somebody who is like, I know that we have eighteen thousand employees. But I'm picking you to go to uh, Best yes. Buy and get some Here gift cards. You, um, semi-minimal person with no title whatsoever other than a basic grouping of a title. Um, I'm going to call on you to do this task of a $20 gift card. Right. I need your specific help, Sarah. And don't tell anyone. <laughs> yeah, and don't tell your friends. Oh my gosh, <laughs> my favorite used to be before the COVID days when we were all still in the office and the coworker that sat to the left of me would always say it out loud, whatever the like spam email was. But so <laughs> serious because he always believed them. He'd be like... Yo, did you see that so and so wants us to go get that gift card? And I'd be like, No, he doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> but every time, like, you could rest assured that he was going to be the one to be like, Hey, did y'all see that email? We have got to wire transfer that money real quick. Like, <laughs> no, absolutely not. We are not wire transferring any money. Oh, that's uh, great. Nobody got took in France and needs money to get home. <laughs> we I think still the ultimate in regards to that and it's never an ultimate when someone gets hacked like that but we had a customer that did get and then immediately like it was an email from his looked like it was as if it was from his email basically saying he was like stuck out of the country and needed help to get back and blah 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 and no more than that email went out to like a mass blast of his contacts that another email came in like absolutely not even if I was hard up you guys know me well enough to know I would never even ask for it like (laughs) he was not having it he was not having the hacking that day he was shutting it down and uh for that he's a legend in my eyes but yeah these I don't know it's anymore they try everything it's so crazy the amount of attempts that and I mean, I get a bunch of stuff, obviously, to like my personal email too. That is just total junk. You know, my name is spelled wrong. We've been trying to mm-hmm. reach you about your Home Depot prize. Yeah, I've never shopped at Home Depot, bro. Move it on. Yeah. Uh, I did not win a prize. I promise you. Yeah. The different font that they use, like in the subject line, always gets me too. I'm well, like, that doesn't even look like legend. <laughs> when I tried to explain to my mother-in-law several times years back is 
just look at the email address it came from. Mm-hmm. Because if it says it is, say, from Chase Bank, then the email address it came from should say chasebank.com or whatever their email is. Mm-hmm. Not 54EJQ42456777. You don't know. That right. Is not, at Gmail. <laughs> right. Right. In Hotmail. Yeah. That <laughs> is not, that's not legit. That's not going to do it. Yeah. Um, I mean, she's been taken quite a bit. I mean, she contacted one time and was like, they're saying I need to reset my PayPal password and all this stuff. And like, we're trying to help her figure it out. And then we're like, do you even have PayPal? And she's like, no. <laughs> and we're like, well, then why are you clicking on these emails about resetting your PayPal master? You don't even have a PayPal. My mother-in-law, but- she's, she keeps thinking the IRS was after her all the time. Oh, she's like, the IRS said that no. I didn't pay my taxes and I'm going to prison and oh, I'm like, you're on social security. Like, you don't owe anybody Literally anything. Nothing. You're on a fixed income. And right. to stop. <laughs> stop it right now. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that is funny. Yeah, I think it's that generation though, because you know, Pap always would say stuff like that too. Mm-hmm. And where his house was on the railroad tracks, like if say, you know, those trucks that come on the railroad tracks that have like the railroad tires also mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Um, a lot of times they would come and like get on the railroad there at his intersection right beside his house because that was like a not as busy, I guess, one for them to hop on those tracks. Mm-hmm. Well, they would hop on the tracks and he would be like, I think they're casing me out out there. And we like, no, they're definitely not. Like, nobody's. Because <laughs> he's, you know, also on Social Security. Like, you're. Yeah. And even if there was a tax problem, like, it's. They're not sending someone to stake you out and sit on the railroad tracks all day. Yeah. If, if you are, like, the head mobster. <laughs> um, like, we're talking about Social Security taxes here. Calm yeah. it down. So I'm like, I've been doing your taxes for you for the last 16 years. Like, you're. You don't know anybody anything. <laughs> he was always like that too, though, about the taxes in the IRS. And he got the same amount back every single year because he got Social Security and he had a pension. Mm-hmm. Um, and his taxes were super basic. And I did them every year also. And every single year, it was the same amount because nothing changed. And every year, it would be like, well, I don't know. Are you sure that's the right amount? Are yeah. you sure you did that right? Because I don't know. I don't want the IRS coming back on me. I'm like, mm-hmm. nobody. Nobody on the IRS cares about your taxes. You're eight hundred dollars. <laughs> I promise you, no one cares. No one. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not going to miss doing those taxes this year. I will not have to be doing them this year. Someone else yeah. will get to have that joy. I will just have to worry about my own, uh, yeah. which also are always super basic. So no issue there. But again, I just can't believe we're talking about Thanksgiving and tax time. I like, know. In the literal heck did this year go? I don't know. I really don't um, know. I I don't know. I think toward the end of the year, I want us to one of our episodes toward the end of the year, we're gonna be giving some shout outs based on feedback we get. Um, what was your thing you're most grateful for or most thankful for this year? Um, like Sarah said, for some of us, not really been the best year, but hey, either way, we've almost survived it. So put your thinking caps on and we want to hear from you. Let us know. I don't know. What was your favorite thing about this year or something good that happened to you this year? Like, let's focus on a something positive so that we can carry that into 2024. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can do that several ways. All of our socials are the same um, at Needles Hooks DL, or you can find our super fun Facebook group, uh, Needles Hooks and Dirty Looks Podcast Year Long Stitchathon. Or you can always email us. We would absolutely love to hear from you. It is spelled all the way out, needleshooksanddirtylooks at gmail.com. Otherwise, you can certainly find us here Tuesdays. Yep. Bye. Bye.